0: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com/slash host.
1: This week in league, Milton Mackers at MILFCON 5 as the Broncos' fullback is sidelined indefinitely.
2: Kevi Walters goes full genius as he replaces his injured fullback with his fifth half.
1: George Burgess tries the Fergie Ferg defence, claiming he lost track of his fingers when they were buried in a
2: cunt. Plus, we look ahead to round 16 of the 2019 NRL season. All that more this week in league.
1: Welcome to episode three twenty five of this week in league. I'm mate, and I'm Jay. How's it going, man? Look,
2: winning's just standard for me now.
1: It's a rare fucking time five in a row. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen in the show often. Like I'm, I'm sure that it happened for periods around like twenty eleven or something. But yep. like when both of the of the teams of the hosts of the yes. show fucking swimming along fairly well i mean yep. you got some work to do to just get back into it because you started from so far back yeah. but you can't argue with the fact that you know you've had some success
2: five in a row motherfuckers yeah
1: i mean and like zero in a row have been convincing yeah. or anything but-, <laughs> no, <that's- laughs> but but you've been uh, banking the points during the origin period
2: and we've had our buy Sorry, we haven't had our
1: buy yet. Yeah, yeah, and that's and yeah. That's another thing. It's no pressure, fucking weekend for us. Fucking great, because we've uh, we've got the four point game last weekend, and yep. uh now we go right through. And not only that, this we we get. I, mean, I, I was saying this, in, I was saying this uh, in chat today, but it's a fucking. It could be a, a beautiful dawn in the National Rugby League. That uh, that we have coming at the moment, with the buyers, many many buyers this week. I think only um, four games. Mm. Buys to the doggies. Buy to the Titans, yep. who are four points below the below the Broncos at the moment yep. in the last places. The uh, <coughs> the Broncos are playing the Sharks in a game that they should lose based on the fact there's a way and they've scored like about fucking half a dozen points all year away from home in the first yeah, half. um that's it. Um, and so we could have a situation where at the end of this round, the Broncos are uh, two points off the spoon. Yes. They have to play the Titans and the Dogs in the next month. Yes. And the Dogs get them another time after that as well.
2: Yeah. Uh, you know, Titans have done them once. And, and if there's either team that looks more likely at the moment to get up for that encounter... Yep. It's uh, it's the Titans,
1: And not the, and the dogs always seem to, to finish the season.
2: Yeah. You know, kind of like when they've had a
1: terrible season, they usually get a couple again.
2: How bad's that? Poor old Garth Brennan. Uh-huh. How many other Titans coaches could say they've knocked off the Broncos twice in a season? Yeah, well, he can't say it yet either, though. Well, no, he can't. But if he does... <laughs> yeah. You know, but how many can... He can say put
1: it? that on his fucking headstone when he gets <laughs> sacked anyway.
2: Yeah,
1: that's it. Exactly. <laughs> um... The first thing I wanted to, a little bit of business that I wanted to cover off this week, because I haven't heard shit from you about it, and uh, I, I expected to hear shit from you about it. Uh, as as part of, you know, the, the young man's fucking young dick energy, <laughs> Levius again, <laughs> piped up on uh, on Twitter before last weekend's games and said to you, and I quote, I will give you the naming rights to my handle until the end of the, end of the season again if Panthers beat Warriors this weekend. So... Panthers beat the Warriors. Oh, you you did make a comment about just you know the about beating him in the Facebook group, but you never did decide no. what his handle is going to be I, for the rest I, of the year.
2: I didn't because far be it from me to always assume I know what's best. Uh, so I'm putting it out <laughs> to the nation. Yeah. To come up with suggestions, family feud style. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and what? We'll, we'll, okay, so he, he's not going to have to do it to, uh for from now to the end of the season. I say next week. I say next week we present the top five, top five, and then the decision. Then the decision can be voted on until the next week, and then it's That's announced. It. Okay, so he's got two more episodes of Grace That's where
2: it. he can live as and, as King Levius. and so then- you people need to decide. Um, you know, if he should have a Twitter handle that I you know instantly gets him banned from the platform, <laughs> um, like uh, you know. Perhaps at Hitler was right, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, or you know, I
1: molested baby Hitler. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I know where Madeline McCann is. Um, or just something classic like Cleary's Bitch Two
1: yeah, well, you know, far be for us to take all the good ones off the table, so get your thing cap on, and uh, we'll we'll probably create a, uh, yeah. you want to tweet them to us, and we'll probably create in the show notes for this week's and episode Levy, on Facebook, so you, we'll put in
2: there. Levy, so you can have one veto.
1: Okay, so, we, so we, we pick one, and then he gets one
2: chance to say no, and then- No, 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 out of the ones that are listed. Oh, so before the,
1: okay, so That's you can it. take one off the voting board. Yes. Okay. And it's, okay.
2: Or it might just be that the one he vetoes, I'll just pick that one and <laughs> <laughs> give it to him. So yeah, who knows?
1: Well, you can't give him a veto if it's uh, uh, a... <laughs> you can, you can't but I also veto.
2: have a veto. Oh, okay. So it's a, I can veto his veto.
1: Vetoception. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, 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 there's not a lot of new stuff that I really want to talk about. However, um, uh, we, sh- we should probably mention that the earlier this evening, about an hour ago, George Burgess was uh, hit... With a season-ending, regular season-ending ban, uh, copying a nine-game ban for eye gouging Robbie Farah. So yes, it was pretty. It was pretty blatant.
0: Uh,
1: it was. It was all on tape. Was it more blatant than the you know Josh Maguire Or I dare say it was probably as blatant. You know, maybe slightly well, more go- so.
2: Going off Annesley's description. Yeah. Uh, Maguire was simply giving a facial, which is where you rub the hand forcefully all over the face. Yes. And uh, during giving that facial, the finger may have grazed the eye. So it wasn't an eye gouge, whereas this was apparently exclusively an eye gouge. Yes. Because, so really all you need to do is get your finger in the socket and then have your hand do a little fucking hokey pokey, turn itself around and rub the face a bit. Yep. And all of a sudden you got a, a fine, yep. not a suspension. He
1: said that uh, his hands ended up in a dodgy place. Uh, you want to say, I wasn't thinking about it at the time. I was sort of in autopilot. I'm angry with myself about the situation. Towards the end, I realized I might have been on his face. I didn't realize in the tackle that I had contact with his eye. It was only until I saw the footage I did, did I realize. Things are going a million miles an hour. I swear on my kids' lives. I didn't know I had my hands in his eyes. Well, so he also, not as well as being a, a, an absolute fucking cunt merchant on the field, he also hates his children and wishes them, wishes them dead.
2: The other absolute shit cunt in this story um, is is one- Is his victim. Ah, uh, Farrah. Yes. Like, when asked about it, you know, he came out <laughs> and I thought, I thought he might have turned a candle and he might have just become a decent human being after his fucking- limelight stealing antics last oh, week yes but I was looking at him and I was going okay so Robbie's going to be asked for comment here they come out and they say Robbie what do you think and Robbie says the first thing is, you know what it's a bit hard for me to say anything because it might incriminate him <laughs> however I'll still give you my full opinion anyway <laughs> knowing full well that that it's going to affect the the judiciary. What an absolute shit cut. Now I obviously
1: I'm not going to hate him on that one because I mean you could you could even like I mean he's he's been a guy he's left stuff on the field before. I mean you could you could see that he'd been fucking I mean you could even you could see he'd been eye there. I mean so it was a fucking cut out. Oh
2: yeah. So. No,
1: 100%. And you know, it's not it's it's not a matter of like, you know, snitching and shit, but I mean I think it's a it's very telling when someone actually react, like a lot of times the players won't react and then the referee will say, you know, do you want to do you know and they'll say sort of say no. Yeah. But there's sometimes times where it's so fucking bad that they just get up and that it's almost like they're gonna start throwing. Yeah. And that's when you know.
2: Yeah. And and here's the thing it, it's quite apparent just with everything that's going on. <clears throat> yep. Burgess has been uh, identified as a big dumb you know, lebturian candidate. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to yeah, dismiss Robbie from uh, from the Lebanese Rugby League Federation's
1: Shane, Shane Richardson said afterward that it was a tragedy for George and his
2: family. Wow, how so? Well, that, what I'll now, tell you what. I mean, everyone knows he's a shit
1: cunt. I'd rather rather than leave it up for up for debate. I'll give you the exact quotes. <clears throat> he said, "It's a tragedy for George and his family in the whole situation that's come up." I want to say this, though. George is a loving father, a brother, and a son. And at South Sydney, he's nothing but an ornament to the club all the way through. I don't think this should ever define what George Burgess is about in any way, shape, or form.
2: So the second band he's got for eye-gouging.
1: Yeah, in addition to, like, fucking everything else he's done. Yeah. And his shit-cunt brother as well. He's got about what, 14 charges on yeah, like him it, over the period of his career over here. I mean, there's what a part is it of these it. fucking pommy-cunts, these fucking Morleys and just dog? Yeah. Graham had his biting issue. Yeah, and uh, and like that's about as bad as it fucking gets on the field. Maybe. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. Is it? Is is it just that they have that uber competitive streak in them, and and maybe it's a little bit of entitlement that they haven't. They haven't been taught the actual graphs You know, I
1: approach, only think I only think that the that an uber competitive thing can only be used as an excuse or like a you know, a, 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 you know, some sort of reasoning behind things. If it's like a something that could stem from competitive, like I think if you got you're tackling a guy and you are just like I'm gonna gadget, like there's no that's not competitive. I mean that's just straight up cunt yeah. biting like did, I mean that's just that's a straight up that's like fucking losing your shit. Like that's yeah. straight up. Cunt yeah, cunt. true like a high tackle that slips up or a shoulder or something that because you've tried to put on a big hit mm. and you've just like miscalculated a little bit, then that's a competitive, that's like an overcompetitive probably I'm, thing. I'm just
2: thinking the majority of the times I see it out of Sam and Co. is is when they're behind in a game or when they've started to lose touch in a game.
1: Yeah, and and like I, I understand, like if they put on a like a big hit and it's like a, a high tackle or something or it's late, be they're trying to you know lift the team around them, but I just feel like a thing like an eye gouge is just oh, yeah, the more like level. the tackle's kind of Next already level affected level. at that point. You, what you're doing is trying to add an extra layer, you know, you're trying yeah. to do something else. Yeah, it's not like it's not lifting your team up because it's a, it's a fucking subtly little yeah. grubby thing that your team probably don't want to see you yeah, doing yeah. it. It's not an inspiring yeah, thing. Point. It's there's a cunt thing, you know. So uh, yeah, I'm not sure, but um fucking eat it
2: good on the judiciary for standing up nine weeks fucking yeah
1: finally I mean because like the and, and, and I, I I I would hesitate to call him a victim in anything I mean when you've been done for four weeks and then you're coming in with loading and you know someone else for something lesser had already got five yep. weeks earlier in the season however I do I do think his penalty was probably influenced correctly in, in some respects by the fact that they copped a lot of criticism for not acting over fucking Josh McGuire and his yep. shit cunnery that's it I mean, when situations like that happen, and there's a lot of talk publicly about the the lack of penalty applied, you often see the next one cop it extra. Yeah, that's it. But it just it's just lucky in this case that the next one that's copping it extra is a kind who really has it coming and deserved yeah. it. So yeah, you know. Anyway, that's it. I don't, yeah, any news thing you want to talk about? Not really. <laughs> racing the clock a bit tonight because I am getting sick and I do not want to run out of voice before the end of the episode. Uh, first game on the recap, so uh, Thursday night, uh, just under 10,000 people saw the Tigers 14 defeat the Rabbitohs 9 at our wank best. The Tigers tries to Thompson and Chicam, uh Ch- 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 Masters uh, two conversions and a penalty goal. The Rabbits 9 tries Corey Allen, um, <clears throat> conversions, like a conversion and a penalty goal to Reynolds and a field goal, which uh, should have been the match winner, but... For the second time this season, G-cam yeah, develops, pulls something out of nothing and uh, raced away for the try to uh, win the game late.
2: Yeah, it was just a, such a, a disjointed, stoppy, starty game when, when neither team really ever looked like they were, were super comfortable. In I f- what was going
1: yeah. on. I, f- I feel like the rabbits for a lot of it. Like the tigers started off really well, but I feel like the rabbits for the after they got the ascendancy in and they scored that try. Like that try they scored was on the back of like West having mm. all the run and then they then that was like a fair, reasonably long range sort of try that they scored. And then after that I think they felt fairly comfortable. I mean even that try that that, that, that second sorry the first try the tigers scored. I mean, fuck me that was a fucking dubious grounding. Yeah. Like <laughs> I mean, there's there are there are many many weeks this and many many video referees this year that would not have yeah, given that. Yeah. I mean, it's it's fucking.
2: It. Oh. But I just don't think that either team was really in a position to put the knife in. Like there were no. there were certainly periods of ascendancy for each of them in the game. Yeah, but no one really, you know, stomped their authority on it. No, and that surprised me a little bit when you have playmakers the ilk of, of Reynolds and and Brooks who on his days is. As good yep. as some, yep. Um, uh, Sutton for South Sydney, I thought was was solid. He's really shaping himself up to be a now he's maybe not, not now, a leader, but maybe an example. Yeah.
1: Well, now they, you know, ever since they pulled him out of the halves, I think is when he yeah. started to come on. Because remember how he was like the, yeah, you know, the potential in the the five eighth and the yeah. Whatever, you know? And the, it's only the since they're running six, yeah, to, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. It just seemed to me that Souths had no... You know, it almost mirrored, I guess, Cronulla's performance late in the week. They didn't seem to have any urgency or intent. Mm-hmm. There was definitely some... You know, fuck. A bit of a cliche, but some heart missing in what they were doing. Yeah. But up until that point, like they were, they were just going back and forth and back and forth and back yep. and forth. The field goal was, was almost a relief when when Reynolds slotted it through, it was like fuck. Okay, finally, we're gonna have a winner. Like neither yeah. of them looked close to actually taking the game. Yeah. And winning it. And really, I thought South could have closed it out for there. but like you said, Cheekham was just some individual brilliance.
1: Which was one one miss tackle, and uh, the, yeah, there wasn't that much of a gap there. I mean, I think it was Reynolds that was coming across, and he was a little bit slow to to, to move across, which ultimately probably got him through with the mm. velocity that he that he needed to sort of carry it on. But I mean. You know, those steps. You know, got him the rest of. It. And I mean, who was it? Who was it that was at the back in this game? I mean, because like that's that last step is almost it almost left. Uh, whoever that, whoever was the fucking last line in defence for South. It was, was like in. Uh, it It was exactly yeah. like on the hands, and exactly like yeah. when with Boyd in in the in the one where he left him. Now
2: just just a theory here. I didn't, the surface of that stadium looked very ordinary to me.
1: Yeah, for brand new.
2: Yeah, is that. Are players a little more fearful of big injuries?
1: I, I don't think... I, I think when the game's on the line, I don't think that's, that even crosses someone's mind. If they do, they're the type of, like, fucking Darius Boyd cunt that yeah, needs to yeah, be yeah. dropped 10 weeks ago. That's it. Yeah. 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 Um, but, you know, good win Tigers. I mean, you've got to bank them when you can. And, I mean, if they hadn't got this win, they wouldn't end up ninth at the end of the end of the round. When- and <laughs> <laughs> destiny, so... Uh, LV05 said I feel like the NRL should provide everyone counselling after that shit uh, Chapo said uh, both teams should lose two points for crimes against rugby league <laughs> say Tigers in decline <laughs> look I, you know close games always feel you know better to me than they probably than the sum of their parts or whatever but yeah I feel it uh, Dragons 22 Defeat the uh, Cowboys 14 At the pub slot um, Just over 7,000 In attendance um, Fucking good hard Look at yourselves Dragons Rubber uh, Rubber rub, 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 Scored a try <laughs> <laughs> so, so did Uh <laughs> <laughs> Dufty Aitken uh, and Jacob Host, uh, smooth Corey, three or four conversions. The uh, Cowboys 14 uh, double to Opachek and uh, Scott Drinkwater with a, his first try for the Cowboys and his first game for the Cowboys. Um, not a fucking conversion was uh, kicked at all and uh, a penalty off for Kahu.
2: Yeah, look, the, the Dragons are heading in the right direction. You
1: they know? feel like they're a better... They, they feel like they're travelling worse than they... Ah, as a team. Yes. Like, I'm, I'm consistently surprised when I look at the table and see where they are. and go, oh, fuck, they're down there still. All right.
2: Yeah. yeah. And coming up against the Cowboys, you know, the, the Cowboys, I, I think, have inflated their positional ladder a little bit with a, with a couple of... They had a good run javings. there, a
1: couple of, you know, ending about a month ago.
0: Hmm.
2: Um, But this battle was really won in the middle third of the field. Like, Mm -hmm. St. George has dominated territory in there. And even though they've got guys that are, you know, origin affected, they still got in absolutely put in. Some could say that Sims tried a little bit too hard.
1: Yeah, and uh, that's, you know, not not a penalty on the... at the time, but, um, you know, up in front of the judiciary as we speak. In fact, I probably should keep looking at my phone just to see if uh, we get a... uh, a ruling on that mm-hmm. because uh, they obviously they took uh they took um George Burgess out you know firstly that was the the marquee fucking case on this occasion but um yeah Sims is as we're recording right now I and mean, Sims is in the yeah mm-hmm. the shit yeah the
2: interesting thing was that the Cowboys were not awarded a penalty in the no. second half yeah so St George kept a one hundred percent clean sheet on discipline. Forty minutes of football.
1: Apparently, at any minute, this uh, Sims thing is going to drop, but uh, it's a uh, basic. I think they've. Uh, he's uh, he's been grilled by the judiciary, and I think it's in, in a deliberation phase now. So yeah, we go. should know we should know uh, fairly
2: fairly. Breaking soon. news. Yeah,
1: but not breaking just yet, unfortunately. So we'll continue on. Yes. Um, you, you had enough to say on this game? No. You haven't had enough to say. I said, have you had enough to oh, say? Oh, no, yeah. yeah, I've, I've, have, had, I've, yeah. Had, I've had more than so enough Yeah. Uninspiring. Uh, Giannis Matesa, uh, I would like to formally apologise to Josh McCrone and Jake Marchetto for describing them as the worst players to ever wear the red V. Maranta is a rugby league war criminal. <laughs> what, a, what a story, though, for Lachlan Maranta to, to, you know, be at the Broncos, probably by virtue of his lineage, you know, for, for so yeah. long. yeah. And then uh fucked off to rugby and I mean, yeah, that says everything about their standards. Yeah. And uh then comes
2: back was to he, he, pl- was, he would have been a for the wallabies.
1: well look, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you I don't know fucking thing about rugby and oh, I right? probably don't hate
2: gays enough. Yeah, he I
1: mean look you know, I feel that like if even though he's good enough to play for a, a super whatever the fuck they how many they got this year this, at this moment side I do yeah. he's not good enough to take the next step up and be a... Uh- fuck,
2: man. I'll tell you what. I, I, you know, we've avoided this for our business. Yeah. But fuck people are dumb cunts. Even... You know, I was talking to a guy today that I consider a reasonably intelligent guy. He was talking about how he saw um, uh, Credlin. Peter Credlin talking yes. about it and saying that you know that she thinks it's a bit funny that, um, you know, it's a. The issue is that everyone wants inclusion and diversity and for everyone to feel comfortable. But to get that, they have to make someone feel uncomfortable. And yeah. he said, she made some really good points and, you know, this and da, da, da. And this guy's an Indian guy and he's a, a massive soccer fan. He's, he follows one of the red teams in England. Um, I don't know, Sean. And I said well, fucking hang on. Who's your favourite player in your team? And he's like fucking someone that I've never heard of. <laughs> and I go, okay. So what if that person woke up tomorrow and said, um, "I hate Indian people. They're all scum and and I think they should all all drop dead." How would you feel about your team? And he said, "Yeah, but but flat didn't say that. He was just saying something about religion. Yeah, you, yeah.
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> and, oh, fucking hell. Okay. And this, you know, this dude is." He's not um, bigoted in any way and he's not religious or anything, but just just when I think humanity's a fucking, you know, headed in the right direction, <laughs> he, he just grows an unofficial extra chromy. <laughs> fuck me. <man. laughs>
1: oh, fucking no, hell. They still got this. I'm just. This deliberation's still going on. I thought, the, I thought the Tarek Sims thing would just come down to a fact that it's just like. He's selective Origin.
2: <laughs> you know what? Back in the day, that's what it all used to all talk, you know, like. It probably depends how many cunt Newcastle fans are in that jury.
1: Uh, I think, fucking, who was it? Dallas Johnson was one of them. So, I mean.
2: Well, I wonder what his feeling on Clem is, because the only thing that could be delaying them is six cunts around there circle jerking each other, going, Oh, Clem should have been selected for Origin 3. Oh. What, a fucking, what a fucking outrage. fucking
1: Oh, how could he not be selected? But if they had a, if Clem was still injured and they dropped Safety for someone else, oh my God, they fucking hate him. They should have, yeah. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Or if it wasn't, if Clem was still injured and it was like someone else was a contender to go into the slot, yeah. you know, the, statistically, they'd be like, oh, no, no, you know, pick and stick. Yeah. Yeah, pick and stick.
2: Where's your loyalty, Freddie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um I've been on the pipe for a
1: week and I think I'm a selector. <laughs> Let's hook us up. Guys.
0: <laughs>
1: um uh, Troy on facey said uh, so I had rubber lover dub, dub dub to score a try. My son's walking around the house screaming, get shrifty. Yeah, I've gone deep. <laughs> uh Lando that's
2: a- I think rubber lubber dub, dub dub is too obvious. It is. And I think rubber blah blah rubber rubber. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if I could find a YouTube clip of just that bit, I'm, you
2: know, I would. There is. There's a, there's a YouTube clip obviously. of just all the times he's appeared. <laughs> it's like just eight minutes of
0: <laughs> Robert <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Lando, so this is uncomfortable. Imagine having to remove the Mars bar you inserted before the game after you found out Miranda was in. It was an hour after the game before I relaxed and realized that spastic, despite his best efforts, didn't actually lose us the game. So conflicted. Also not sure anyone will recognize me around town without the funny walk and belt marks around
2: my neck. <laughs> uh <clears throat> Who was it to put the Hutchins documentary thing in there? <laughs> I, think
1: like, I, I think it might be on Steve, old one-eyed. I think was fucking, that was amazing. <laughs> uh, the other Friday game: Storm fourteen to feed the Roosters twelve in Adelaide, uh, just over sixteen thousand. Good job, Adelaide. The uh, Storm tries two Pappenhausen and, and Croft uh, Smith two conversions and a penalty goal. The Roosters tries to Tupo and Manu uh, Latrell one of two conversions and a penalty goal.
2: Fuck, i tell you what, how good's a surface when there's no sport on it for 11 months <laughs> of the year?
1: <laughs> a treat. Fuck, <laughs> oh, they look great.
2: Played beautifully too. Um, the, the Roosters came out pretty quick in this one, and they, they certainly showed plenty of, of attacking intent. They you know, Obviously, we're going to go out there and, and try and score quickly and just play a really up-tempo style of football and, and grind the storm down, but...
1: It's very similar, similar to the the uh, the rabbits game in the sense that they had all the running early on, but then yeah. you know the storm just went, boom, one chance, just strung together some excellent fucking passes and backing each other up, and it's,
2: yeah, and you know, after a little bit of a shaky start like that, that early monster penalty, yeah, yeah, you know, the the fifth tackle leg pull, that's a very un melbourne like situation, yeah, but yet again they show that you know you would suggest on paper that the Roosters have more raw talent, I guess, than, than the Storm do. Yep. Just with the, the quality of players they've got. But they're just coached that fucking well. Like how often do you see teams actively change their defensive formations depending on the side of the field that the ball's going? Mm. Because whenever it went whenever the Roosters went left, Melbourne just absolutely fucking stacked that side of the field. Yep. We're happy to let the passes go. And just gave them absolutely no fucking room. They just advanced mm-hmm. on him gently, and shut down anything before it even began. Um, but fucking Kenny Bromwich, what a playmaker! The fucking cutout <laughs> parts of the <this> century.
1: <laughs> I was watching that. Well, the thing about the thing about plays like that is, it's it's un, undefendable because. No and you can't you can't fucking you can't get game tape yeah. and expect that as one of the fucking hundred most likely things to happen in the game course of a game. I was watching it and I had to rewind
2: and look to to try and see who threw the fucking pass because I couldn't believe my eyes. Um and it was again, it was that storm thing they do. They yep. really seem to pick their moments in games and I think play an eighty minute strategy better than any other team. I it's just
1: it's just it's just patience. Just yeah, the,
2: yeah, exactly. That's a hundred percent what it is. It's just that okay, they can tell and they can feel in a game where teams get into that sort of pre-half time lull. Yep. You know, as you okay, it's four minutes to go or five minutes to go, and we'll get in and and then we'll close out the game after that. And again, in instead of going in twelve six with the Roosters taking a lead to the second half, it was all tied yep. up. Yep. You know, so. Um yeah, you're hundred percent right, it was just a, a solid effort by the Storm and a little bit of shit cunt gamesmanship by Smith. Yeah. I mean second. it almost goes
1: without it all it almost doesn't need to be said anymore. I mean just assume assume it's there.
2: Uh <sighs> second time this year, Storm been bailed out with a dubious penalty.
1: Uh yeah well I mean yeah they do call the referees do call in Cameron and mm. Mr Smith and Cameron. <laughs> uh Jai is it just me or does Brodie Croft always look disgusted in himself? <laughs> yeah. it's like it's a, the lack of effort face. Uh, speaking of the mighty Manly Sea Eagles, thirty defeated the Titans twelve down at Hope Solo, uh, in front of a crowd of just over eleven thousand gazetted. In attendance, uh, Manley had a double to Curtis Ciro in his uh, Ciro Junior in his hundredth game. Fuck me, he's taken a long time to get to hundred, but uh, it feels yeah. like he's been playing for fucking a
2: <laughs> half a you know, decade or more. And that's why, like for some reason, he still like seems like a like a potential player. Yeah, like you yeah. know, oh, we're expecting great things. Well, he's another him, one. Of these, so. He's
1: another one of these guys that was supposed to be you know like a, a five, eight running 5'8", or something, and then yeah. you know, winds up in the back row, background. You know, yeah, he's great. That's it. Um, uh, Ruben Garrick, uh, George LaFour, and uh, Suli also have tries. Garrick three or five conversions and a couple of penalty goals. Uh, Titans had uh, two tries to Philip Sammy, uh, Tyron Roberts, a conversion and a penalty goal. And Ciro with the the, the fucking one of the greatest milestone games. Halves of a milestone game over. I mean, two tries and a binning in the, fir- in the first half of his fucking milestone game. Just outstanding. And I mean, the binning was, you know, probably the first of a couple of absolutely fucking ridiculous bullshit fucking binnings. There was some. I'm, I'm all for, like, firstly, I'm all for fucking more liberal use of the bin. Yes. And as has kind of been the theme for much of this year, but. I mean at least make it half a fucking excuse for it though this wasn't the yeah. worst one I'm not going to go on about this one the most but holy shit the one the, in Newcastle going you know, fucking one of the dumbest yeah. fucking binnings I've ever seen in my life but uh, in this one they're fucking on fire in the first half everything's stuck um, second half was a bit scrappy a lot of just like last passes going to you know going to ground or you know getting knocked on and things like that which kind of uh slowed you know stemmed the tide of points a little bit um you know and you know saved uh, Brennan's job. Potentially, but uh, the I, I was fucking filthy after the game because, like, after the first half, I would I would have wanted to see him, you know, put probably another, you know, five tries on him in the second half, just because they they almost felt like they were scoring at will in the first half. But I did calm down a little bit after Desi in the press conference that they basically trained this week and the captain's run was the first time that they yeah. <laughs> because they had guys you know are fucked from origin and stuff yeah, so yeah, yeah. so when I think, I think well you know what to get a fucking great win and like an easy win that was never in doubt you know the whole way that's a pretty fucking good result especially when it's a four point game and yeah. you're going to buy the next week so yep. you know fair enough I'm, I'm prepared to forgive it but um, all in all very very fucking happy I mean the Titans are such a fucking schizophrenic side like they <sighs> Like Tyrone Roberts had a great fucking game last time he played against Manly. Admittedly, it was like I can't even fucking remember who was in the halves. I think it might have been LG and fucking Croker or someone. I mean, it was you know certainly not not you know anywhere near a you know at strength side. But um, but still, it's just like their best game and their worst game are so fucking far apart. Like for individual players and as a team, and um, and like just dumb shit. Like you just like it just seemed like they just they just pass it out to the they just pass it out to the right. And you know, two out to the right, and then it would end up with Proctor, and then you know, someone would just fucking like Joel Thompson or someone would just jam up on him and just stop, and that's it, done. You know, and nothing else is going to happen. Yeah. And and the only times they really looked like they made any breaks with like were either you know severely broken down situations where like you know a ball hit the ground or you know something, yeah. and yeah, it'd be frustrating to be a Titans fan, although. Not as frustrating, not more any more frustrating than any other fucking week. I mean, because they're generally shit, but,
2: yeah. you
1: know, I've I, been there. Trent coached my team once. I remember I, that I was think, like.
2: I think it's just, there's the, such a stark difference in the modern game between teams that can create mm. and teams that just rely on, you know, pure athleticism yep. to get around. Because, you know, yeah, if you if you get the ball out wide after compressing the middle of the field... Then you get a chance to get somebody one on one with the defender, and if they've got more pace and can get them on the yep. outside, or can just like defend that.
1: them, or just you know get get their shoulders free. That's to, it. Yep. Yeah,
2: you know, yeah, they they work and they create line breaks and they create scoring opportunities. But you have to be able to create when those aren't on the table. Yeah, and that's through quick play of the balls to take people out of the defensive line by being offside. It's through you know having bodies in motion and yep. really making the defense make decisions quickly. Yeah. And I don't see the Titans doing too much of that at all.
1: One of the things about this game as well, with Appy being injured, it was the you know first time I think we've had Fainu starting and uh, you know and and f- well yeah who f- starts fast start like yep. it looks like the the proof's in the pudding. I mean how you know across the full eighty minutes it seemed like there were times when like Cherry would jump into dummy half and things like that and to sort of help him out a bit. So he might have struggled with you know having you know being on for the entire game. Yep. But um but you know still he still did a great job didn't do anything wrong. I saw fucking. Oh, fucking forum sometimes i saw a thread created after this game like on sunday so you know concerned about how fucking uh, daily cherry evans is playing after a game where they won by fucking three tries were never headed at any point he threw the direct last pass for two tries and the second last pass for three of them yeah. <laughs> fuck out of here <laughs> stupid cunts look all I'm going to say is, Manly fans, just remember it was only fucking not even twelve months ago we have fucking Trent coaching the side. Yeah, enjoy the time you're at. Just like you got you got short fucking.
2: <laughs> and just try to ignore the obvious personality flaws in <laughs> DCE.
1: You've got you've got fucking short fucking memories because I mean I know I know it's great. Dizzy's back and you know we're under the radar and radar on almost a certain top four side, but you know potentially you know you know another forty nil coming up in, in a few short months, but. Just fucking, just, you know, calm down. Just be humble. Don't rush it. <laughs> it's coming. Fucking uh, it's like, tell everyone, tell everyone on October
2: 6th. Like DCE comes through, like, oh, you know, yeah, that. That's right, and I, I think I'm playing really well, and I, th- I think I'm just contributing to the team. And, uh, you know, don't don't forget that we had our coaching dramas in the past, and when you think about it, that's, that's really what a coach is, because it's like a coach with, with a horse on front, and, and he's the horse, but sometimes he's also the coach in the back. And um and, and we've just got to remember that and get on with playing great rugby league football as a team, the Manly Sea Eagles. We just fucking someone stab the cunt, please.
1: Oh, my God, you fucking been living in Queensland too long. Just... <laughs>
2: Seriously, uh, I I would really want to go to Origin fucking camp and slit the cunt's throat. Except I don't think the rest of the nation could deal with a flood levy because there would be that much blood in that fucking giraffe neck of his.
1: The only pro- the only problem is, I mean, it's
2: uh,
1: the the the, or- the Origin camps, me up the only the only people who get that fucking angle is like is the media, and so it's kind of like he's he's like the the reverse Darius Boyd I mean Darius Boyd you, just, you know you'd go th- they went through that period where he's just grunting at them like a fucking caveman what he's uh, all he's doing is just giving a more practiced fucking eloquent version of that of what the media needs yeah, to hear no
2: I, I think that if something you know walks like a duck and quacks like a duck it's a fucking shit cunt human being with no personality and social issues
1: I'd just like to say having been fucking absolutely blind with him that's not the
2: case yeah, okay, I'm, I'm sure Darius is a bit of fun on the piss too, but...
1: Well, Darius, Darius, I mean, I mean, surely he's fucking... I don't think I, don't think, I don't think drinking's where it ends with Darius.
2: Like, <laughs> that oh, cuts sharing needles. We, we all know where it ends, in the Alumbra <laughs> toilets.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, fucking rubbing dicks with two of his closest mates. <laughs> and some random fucking...
2: <laughs> playing hickory dickory fuck with a nutsack. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Was uh, so just uh, just going to be over here, underneath the radar, just a quiet four-point win for Manly by next week. Indeed, Danny said. Has anyone made a list of teams that have been burned, play- paying big dollars for Melbourne players that turn out to be bums? Proctor is a fucking joke. Well, this is the thing. It goes back to what we were talking about with the storm before in the storm game. Great fucking system coach yep. that can either select. Probably, I think it's most of it is selection. And and then you know every now and then he's probably forced through you know economic reasons or injury yep. or whatever to have to use a player that's there and and be able to adapt them to the system. Yep. But I think most of the time it's just a matter of he's, he's they just can
2: select and groom and, players and into trains, the system trains for personality and and personal motivations.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. And so you know because yeah proctor proctor wasn't a fucking joke at the, at the storm and he certainly didn't leave to go to the titans when he was past his prime yeah. or anything like that so
2: that might be a bit harsh like there's a lot of fucking problems at the storm i don't think proctor's a major one like you know he's, he's probably off his best
1: yeah but it's like i don't see proctor as the guy that you're fucking you know putting inside the, you know you 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 fucking center and Like it just, it just seemed like a game plan. They just kept. It's like they didn't have any imagination, and they didn't have any any creativity.
2: If if NRL coaches were half fucking smart, yeah, they'd make that public. Everyone would be up there and go, "Oh, you know, look, we really don't want Storm players once they've been at the Storm because they're overvalued, they're overpriced. You get them (laughs) out of there, and they they turn to shit wherever they go." Um.
1: Well, if you're if you're Bellamy, that's the narrative you'd be getting out there. If you if you felt like it wouldn't hurt the fucking mentality yeah, of players, because then then there is no market for them, and then you can pay them fucking three, you know you can pay them like three quarters of what they're worth. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then you don't have to fucking cook the second pair of books and <laughs> fucking you know get the get the fucking jet skis out and the Harvey Norma vouchers or whatever. Uh Normies, uh, fuck you and fu- and your team. Also, fuck me and my so called team. Fuck this sport. Fucking everything. I'm getting drunk. <laughs> the Knights 26 defeat the Broncos 12 and uh, Newcastle just a touch under 24,500 in attendance. The Knights 26 tries to uh, Edric, uh, Lenore, Lachlan Fitzgibbon and two dads. Lenore, four of four conversions and a penalty goal. Um, the Broncos 12 tries to Flegler and Stags and uh, Stags with uh, two conversions. I'll tell you what, there's reminiscence of greatness reared its head to me when watching this fucking Knights game oh yeah like they would they want to talk oh you know that we're not getting credit I'll tell you what this Knights game in this particular game it flashed back to me and it reminded me of the greatest era of Newcastle Knights rugby league in history
2: when they stomped onto his face like the shit kind of years
1: no no not that Mason Lenor has brought back the fucking barge-ass of fucking Joey
0: Johnson.
2: <laughs> I am a massive Mason Lenore fan. Yeah. Um, have been from, from his time at the Warriors. I, I, don't, I don't think he's slotted into that Knights team the way he did in the Warriors. I remember he came in as a replacement for both Green and Johnson.
1: And and they were often winning yeah. where they hadn't been with the actual yeah, establishment.
2: Yeah. And, and he looked equally at home either being the foil to to the more methodical thought out green or the fucking ADD kid Johnson Um, but yeah again I think he's starting to look more comfortable yeah definitely interesting play with uh, Darius going to six and Milf going to fullback
1: I mean because if there's one thing you wanted to say about Darius in the games at fullback leading up to this clash was that uh, you know he's one on one (laughs) defence Yeah. His defence was never a problem, so putting him up in the line, it's a fucking great idea. <laughs> Nothing bad could have come out of that at all. <laughs> and uh, and and you know, we all we all, you know, held our laughter uh, as the team was announced and sort of thought, Well, when well, you know, is this gonna I mean, you know, Milf is probably seventy five percent heavier than he was when he played fullback last. Mm. Uh, when he when he when he basically set his contract value when he was playing for Canberra yeah, still. That's it. And, uh, you know, or getting homesick and whatnot. Um,
2: well. On that, though. Milf the, was actually okay. Yeah, no, he was. The Knights had to do their job. They, they weren't mm. just going to show up and, and walk over the Broncos. But yeah. They learned a lesson, I think, from the last couple of weeks that they had as well. They went into a couple of games, maybe... Overconfident or, or underprepared—I don't know what it was—bought um, down to earth big time by Melbourne. Yep, and and they look to have simplified their game plan, and they look to have a lot more enthusiasm in what they were doing. You know, there's the the second try they scored was off a nice little offload, and the first instinct is just run. Yep. Yes. Yeah, so often you see teams. An offload pops out and somebody catches it.
1: And they're looking to spin it to the next guy. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Or they're just they're just standing there dancing, deciding yeah. what to do. Just fucking run forward. I'd just fucking run and then opportunities present themselves. Um And they had enough grit to go on with it. I think if Newcastle are gonna get anything out of this team they... They're gonna get, and, and I don't want to say it's a sharks like performance because it, it really wasn't that grind at the sharks L- Love. But- Let's,
1: I mean, like before we before we start, you know, getting too fucking you know crazy about it. This 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 game was only eight point eight point lead you know, under ten minutes to go before they fucking finally sealed it. Yeah, no, I know. I mean,
2: but it, that's some would tell
1: you some some knights fans would tell you that they fisted them.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was, a comfortable, it was a comfortable win. That's what I'm saying. I'm not sure it was a, a Cronulla style, you know, arm yeah, arm wrestle or you know, get, yeah, nah. get in the gutter and, and grind. But it, it was some hard work, and it was some okay keeping it and and just everybody getting up and and doing what they need to do. Oh, that's my betty That's
1: your Betty Wise little yeah. tune.
2: Um, eh, yeah, nice response to a shellacking from the Knights.
1: Say, and and I mentioned earlier the with the, the sin binnings, this this is the game that had the one of the most stupid ass fucking sin binnings I've ever seen in my life with fucking Gabbey. Yes. For being and as he was bin it was like I think the referee said something like, Oh, you, you know, you're all over his head or something like it was just like <laughs> he wasn't a high tackler or anything he just tackled and he just sort of you know gave him a bit of the business and like yeah. not in any bad way just the incidental sort of contact that happens when you're making a tackle when you're up high wrapping up a guy who's only like two meters in the try line and yeah. you know, you're potentially making sure the ball's completely That's covered it. up so they can't fucking crash yeah. over <sighs> fucking retarded um yeah. elvie so no ponger uh, Levi, losing Edric 20 minutes into the game. Uh, Gabe bin for 10. Still absolutely fist the full-strength Broncos. <laughs> Can we get a little cred now, please? JDHD, uh, seeing the Damien Cook-shaped asterisk on Seabold's career just get bigger and bigger as each game <laughs> passes as chicken soup for the soul. Um, little Buffalo, if you're uncomfortable gloating over the deplorable form of the Broncos, please allow me to do it for you. Hashtag shit cunts deserve shit. Uh, Hashtag, all the advantages, none of the class. Hashtag, Broncos are bums. So here's the thing. I am very comfortable gloating about the current deplorable form of the Brisbane Broncos. Yes. And I would use more colourful language than you did in your hashtag, sir. Yes. Uh, Rick said, uh, the Knights are surely the greatest accomplishment of the NRL. I'm confused why that isn't apparent to all. Hashtag, realities for the week. Fucking ISIS for the hunter residents. Um, Winston said Talk about conflicted One part of me is stoked That the mule supporters team Just got raped Like an underage Honduran prostitute At a Tijuana donkey show But on the other oh, hand God. The night supporters Won't be buying Mars bars this week And will again start To believe their own Inbred cold dust Sniffing meth shelving Propaganda <laughs> That they are a real team <laughs> why, why are a Honduran prostitutes Getting raped in, in, in Mexican donkey shows I mean Surely there's plenty Of Tijuana <laughs> A little known fact
2: um Donkey's actually a discerning lover. <laughs> um Yeah, look, here's the thing, Newcastle. If you need somebody like you you know, you were so used to having Andrew Johns
0: mm-hmm.
2: and and he was a hero for your club. He was then a hero for your state, and the rest of us embraced him as our hero too. It's of origin time. Yep. He was a hero for his country.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And you've replaced him. With Mitchell Pearce, who, when it came time to Origin, said that uh, no, he, he didn't want to play. So if that's how far you fall in Newcastle, that that you would give up the honour of New South Wales.
1: I yeah. mean, he would rather he would rather put a yellow dress on a little fucking puppy dog, yes, and fuck it, yes, than represent his state in the fucking sky blue, exactly. Let alone his country, yeah. I'll spit in his general direction. Bestial, you motherfucker. <laughs> the Parramatta Jeez. Eels 22 defeated the Raiders 16 up in Darwin, just over 5,000. The Eels 22 tries for, to Ma'u, Moses and a double to Blake Ferguson. Uh, Moses, three of four conversions. The Raiders 16 tries to Nick Clocks, that Whiten and Chris Croker, a conversion and a penalty goal. Wow. The yeah, Canberra right. Raiders winding the clock back. <laughs> At- 2018,
2: <laughs> 2017. continue their trend though of lightning fast starts. Yeah, and is Nickel Klogstad shoe in now for Revelation?
1: It, it, it may be, it may be so. Well, we'll see, I mean, I have I have would have to say he is a shoe in for the ballot. Well, who else was there? I don't know, but I'm sure we'll think about it. Oh, Before I got to put the fucking thing up.
2: Yeah, fucking Nate.
1: What am I saying? Yeah. Too late now. Can't put him on. What? He just hasn't played enough games to be a revelation. <laughs> <laughs> it's a revelation that he's not already in fucking jail. There, there's, there's a revelation. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes. Oh. Um, now, and at 16-0, I'm impressed that the Eels really stuck solid on this. I was expecting them to half-fold off a of camera to just... Apply a little bit more pressure.
1: This is the thing. I think they want. I, I, I think they were there to fold. They wanted to fold. Mm. It wasn't like they ground their way back in the game. I think Canberra just took the fucking foot way off.
2: Yeah. Look. Uh, but yeah. Uh, not as a team though. Like poor old Whiten had one of the most fucking rocks and diamonds. Yeah. Performances. Yeah. That I've seen from an individual in a very 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 long time. Like, you know, there, there was a stage late in the game where it was 22-16, he puts in this fucking great kick, spot on. He chases through himself, forces the drop out. Like yep. that's real leadership, you know. Yeah. Origin player stuff. I'm like, okay, fuck that. That's good. And then he knocks a drop out on. Yeah. You know, it. They kick it to him, and he just fucking just fucking <laughs> clean bowls him. So, <laughs> um, when you're having a night like that, that. There, there is fucking wild horses couldn't pull you back into form and know,
1: then for like that. this canberra side that you know based a lot of their early season ascendancy on just having this fucking they, they, remember their defense it was always a talking point before yep. a game it was like oh my god this canberra defense yeah. the that fucking try for moses which essentially won the game for yeah. you know it didn't i it didn't i think was 18 16 up mm-hmm. at the time but it essentially iced the game for them fuck me like that was yeah. uh, it was like watching that cheek camp score against the Broncos earlier. Like, just want to see where there was so many bodies around the fucking ball and they just, just like four guys missed him. easy yeah, tackles and that's just it. unbelievable. Um the Eels once again happy hunting ground up there. I think they won five of six that they've had up there. Yep. In Darwin. So
2: you know, I'm not gonna say it's a thing, but far out I think, you know, good on them for getting out there as well, being part of the regional tour.
1: Yeah, I mean it's great and, and it's great if you can get a regional ground that's you know you, you you have a deal to, to play there for a, a length of time and you're not actually, ask fucking yourself yeah. by you know by dropping two points every time okay. you do it. I mean cool. you know, it's great to see it successful for them. Um, fucking raiders, Uh voodoo rock, ba pissing excellence in Mount Franklin tonight. I tell you, how, a lot of bottles. Hundred percent, he's <laughs> fucking putting Molly in his border bottles. <laughs> I've never seen anyone just keep going back to the well like that so many times, <laughs> <laughs> just time after time oh, after God. time. I mean, if he, if if he if you saw him with like a a chup or something in his mouth as well, hundred percent locked in, <laughs>
2: stroking the assistant coach's face. <laughs>
1: Chris said, uh, I was watching the game with my missus. After about the 10th shot of Brad Arthur downing his Mount Franklin, she asked, is that guy on speed? No one drinks that much water. I say, Timmy Manor thinks so. She asked, who's Timmy Manor? Joke wasted. <laughs> <laughs> the Panthers, 19, defeat the Warriors, 18 at Mount Smart. crowd a tick under 13,000. The uh, Panthers tries to uh, tam out and a double to Naden. Uh, Cleary, uh, sorry, Maloney with three conversions and a field goal. Uh, Warriors tries to Hiku Four and Sator. Uh Two penalty goals on a conversion to Patrick Herbert. Ultimately the difference. This was a
2: strange fucking game. Fuck you, NRL. Fuck you, referees. <laughs> Ain't nothing going to take our pride, motherfuckers. You can sin bin our whole fucking team <laughs> and we'll win games. Pen of the Show pretty early on in this one that, that they were yet again persisting with what I've come to describe as a uh, handling-dependent offensive game plan. <laughs> Which, this was a funnier one. This doesn't, doesn't seem to have the risk-reward factor I look for.
1: <laughs> this, this game was like the, it, it was... Almost the reverse of the Souths game, like when you said when they got the field goal and they looked like they were, they were up and they were, yep. you know, they 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 were, they were up. But it was kind of like even even when like Reynolds got the field goal, he just sort of he was doing you know some little dabs and stuff. But he wasn't, you know, no one was you know really celebrating or anything like that. He seemed pretty focused. The fucking Warriors had this game. It, it was, and they did everything fucking right too, except yeah. for miss a tackle. Yeah. They even even that set before that last try, they fucking had him pit like probably about two meters out from the line when they started their set. Every t- every tackle, like they were fucking hitting them, and yep. Adam's was just like one missed fucking tackle, yep. pretty much. That's it, and then that was it. And then they still then proceeded to do the worst golden point time play
0: yeah.
1: I've ever seen in my fucking life like just the dumbest fucking golden pointing in history
2: it wasn't all all them you know look they they kept penrith in the game early on yeah. with some poor handling and some poor fifth tackle options yep. especially like there were a couple of times that that i, I i'm not even sure that they knew did they didn't know it was the fifth but that they just chose these weird fucking it's just
1: it's what what it is it's just I, I feel like it's not like a. I mean, like, I, I believe that, you know, like someone like Blake Green is a great fucking leader. Mm. But I just don't know if these cunts can be led. A yeah, lot of yeah. these dumb fucking cunts. Because in the Golden Point time, there was that time there where they made a like a half a break down the left. Yep. It, I don't think it was the last tackle. Yeah. And they made a break down the left and then he passes it out to the winger who goes and then he just fucking kicks it. Yeah. And Penderth ended up picking it up on about the 40 meter line yep. or some shit. And I'm like. It's has point, you dumb cunt! Like you start yeah. a team up on the forty, of course they're gonna fucking roll down to the five and kick a Yeah, five. like <laughs> it's like I just think that it's just this lack of fucking game. It's the type of game awareness that I was fucking bemoaning in the women's fucking state of origin game, yeah. like where it's just this. They just don't think through just the basic building jerk. blocks yeah. of what a fucking what the game requires in a situation. Yeah. It's just so stupid.
2: And the yeah, Penrith did their part as well, doing it with. You know, even when they, they were looked to be dominant on the field and, yep. and they really looked like they had the the run there. You know, there was that stage at the end of the first half where they had was three or four sets they had in a row, incomplete and poorly incomplete, where they didn't yep. need to be. You know, errors that they'd pushed on themselves. For the Warriors I thought Bunting Foul was absolutely massive. Like he whenever he was on the field, bought an instant uplift. For the forward pack and what they were doing, yep. And discipline was a problem for Penrith. Like the first half penalty count was eight four, yep. And that's just abs. You, you can't give teams that much start. Then the second half, the Warriors had a poor old fucking roach
1: gone for the year.
2: Ooh, and you see the way he dropped yeah. at that. Fuck me, though. The- I'd rather watch Robbie Farray get eye gouged. Yeah, but I mean, I'd rather watch that. Yeah, no. As, as I've said that, I'm thinking, um, <laughs> if I could go to a desert island and I was only allowed to take one video with me, I'd rather watch that than
1: fucking three quarters of the categories on Pornhub. I
2: was going to say, like, I'm being shipped off to Guantanamo, and they go, "You can take one movie for entertainment, one porno. Yeah, I only need one."
1: <laughs> <laughs> I look like fucking taco, las <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, but the sin binning Like The Martin sin binning was Was strange That was strange yeah Because it was the first penalty of the second half Yeah But it was the
1: justification was like I've had too much of this shit Yeah again
2: <laughs> I've had enough of your motherfucking shit <laughs> And the thing is, you know, the thing that gets me is how referees just are fucking dismissive, the captain's like. Yeah. You know, Jimmy Maloney's having a crack at him going, hang on. When, when, when did this come up? What, what were you saying? He goes, I spoke to you down there. He goes, yeah, you didn't speak to me. I'm the captain. He goes, I don't have to. Uh, yeah. That's just fucking absolute shit country. Yeah. Like, you want people to respect you. And this is where I'll come back again to the fucking point. I, I, still, the fucking I point. still
1: reckon that maloney would be the, like uh, 35 minutes before that moment happened though, he's just fucking yep, 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 yeah, yep the whole time. you're kind of like, I'm not going to talk to that guy. Um, Fuck him.
2: <laughs> the way they fix it is to allow referees to reverse all decisions on advice from the bunker. Yeah. That there is not a fucking decision out there that the bunker can't chime in on and go, oh, hold up for a tick. No.
1: Yep. Yeah. Especially situations like you know, it could be knock on, but actually the guy never touched it, but you know, the referee was thirty five metres away. That's it looked it. like it and yeah. yeah. Then you like, gonna... or, or, or like, you know, things like um like uh when they wreathed the ball out or whatever and yep. y- you know, and you go, Oh no, that they actually yeah. they fucking did do yeah, that. That's, that's it. that wasn't a loose carry. Exactly. Yeah. Spot
2: on. Um and you know, the bunker's not perfect either. They they fucked up uh awarding the Warriors try in this one, you know, missed a hand in touch. Yep. Not like that's what you're fucking paid to do with your high tech fucking freeze frame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, be um the Jerome the one to me was the most angry and not in terms of any sort of ref's fault or anything like that, but the fact that you got a player in the sin bin already yeah. from what was a dubious call. Yep. And then fucking pocket refs run in going, professional foul. It's a fucking professional foul. You know, have a look, by yeah. all means. Yeah. You know, why is that any different to, to sending a try up to the bunker? Yeah. Yeah, you, know, you go, look, can you review this? We believe there may be a professional foul. And then the bunker would have looked at it and gone, nah, <laughs> going for the ball, contesting the ball, actually yep. tried to pull out of contact. Yep. And, uh, and there we go. So nothing to see here, move along. So it ended up with Penrith with two in the bin and
1: you know say so that you And I tell you, you've got some fucking fans that love going fucking apoplectic. Oh, fuck yeah. They'll 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 talk about refs folding until the fucking cows come over. My God, I don't think there's a fan base as a whole. And that colour can't fucking, I'm not, I don't even follow him, so I'm not even talking about 44. No. I'm just saying, they're, they're, as a fan base, they get so fucking apoplectic oh, yeah. about fucking referees. Okay, I, oh, yeah. Maybe it's contagious, I don't know. But Who knows? <laughs> you that a fucking little bowler oh. monkey in your fucking in your <laughs> fan group.
2: But I think that did them a lot of good to have that adversity. Yeah. Because they still look like a rugby league team that don't know what to do with the upper hand. And by that, I mean, when you look at those teams, the, the really well-coached teams, your you Melbourne, your Roosters, those sorts of people, they understand that when you start to get dominance in a game, when you've got the, the ascendancy and the, the flow of the game, mm. that's when you need to be better yourself. Because if you're to take advantage of it, you need to be almost perfect. Yeah, You, know, you, you can't wait until you've got the upper hand and then all of a sudden do what Penrith do and start dropping balls and pushing passes and and doing dumb shit. Yep. So for them to come together like that and do it, and it was on the back of some, some great energetic play by people like Naden to get the team home, so. Easy, yeah. easy to cop and certainly making, fuck ups when you win
1: well, it's also it's also makes it super easy to I mean there's, there's not a lot the administration's done right over the last fucking probably 18 months if mm. you look at the fullness of time but one thing that I don't think any Penrith fan is ever going to fucking argue with at least at the moment is getting rid of fucking Bean yeah you know when you see okay yeah now I understand Nathan's yeah. fucking killing it yeah, yeah.
2: Um, well look you know I'm, I'm still not entirely happy that Wong is going but Maybe it's just... Uh-
1: fucking get on board, or you'll kill you, Or someone he's fucking related to. will. <laughs> uh, Shana said, uh, RTS does impressions now. First Ponga, then Darius, talented guy. Uh, uh, <laughs> Perm, fuck Sutton, fuck Maxwell. The cheating cunt still couldn't get the Warriors over the line. Naden, in hiding for re- in Reggie's for years to emerge as a fucking beast. Greg the Hidden. Uh Levius. Such blatant favouritism by the referees in that game. Every man and their dog knows that Carl Lawton's <laughs> try should have been awarded. Disgraceful from the NRL and the referees. They just don't want a Kiwi team in the finals. <laughs> hashtag Rod. Hashtag Bin the Bunker. Hashtag Cheats. Hashtag Should have gone to Specs Davis. Hashtag Give us our two points. And uh, Fat Harry Lazy. Amazing what Cleary can do when he rids himself of the decline. Yes. Final game, the Doggies fourteen with a huge upset defeating the Sharks twelve at ANZ. The crowd of just under eight and a half thousand. The Doggies tries to Hopper Junior and uh, DWZ meanie two conversions and a penalty goal. The Sharks three tries the, tries to fecky Sean Johnson and Josh Dugan, and not a single conversion was kicked by Sean Johnson, which ultimately cost them the fucking game. Yes. The doggies 14 nil dickheaded themselves and uh, managed to hold on. I think that's the first time the curse has ever been fucking
2: (laughs) lifted in recent times. I'm not a Harry Potter aficionado, but am I wrong? Or was there, like, a frittata wizard that just couldn't do things properly and he'd be like, and like, bounce the wrong spell to some cunt? 'Cause it seems like that's what the dogs did with the fourteen nil dickhead. <laughs> Oops, we won. Are you
1: talking about fucking uh, Ron? I mean he wasn't he was not he wasn't uh homie with with the crummy, but he was uh he was a ranger, which is you know, I mean you know
2: Potato frittato. <laughs> is there a difference? Frater frittato. Frittata <laughs> <sighs>
1: Um, <laughs> simple things look
2: you know the,
1: the, there's, there's, there was a couple of, of key moments in this game one which you know kept it closer than it, than it needed to be and one that, um, that that ultimately cost the game for the Sharks oh, that Sean Johnson try was such a fucking load of bullshit <laughs> I mean if the fucking one at the Tigers yeah. if the one at the Tigers school with that put down I mean fucking who's, who's the fucking old mate that that had the ball raked out oh, fucking what's his name he's a fucking uh He's that fucking guy. It's like a rookie of the year for the sharks on the fucking edge on the right there. Okay. No, f- f- no, 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 no. Like the, the for- forward on the edge. Fucking not the center. He gets it. He clearly the ball gets. Yeah, the ball got fucking like knocked out. He clearly n- hits it with his left oh, hand um, afterwards. Nakora, Cora, yeah. it. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> like clearly the most fucking obvious. I mean, don't. <sighs> Like, you know, yeah. it's like someone, someone they'll, they'll kick a drop out and it'll go fucking 50 metres on the fly and then it'll bounce and the guy will touch it. It'll touch his hands as it goes straight through his guy's leg and behind him. Yeah. No problem at all. Yeah, that's a knock on. Yeah. But then you get a cunt fucking, the ball's going forward, he knocks it further forward. <laughs> oh no, they look at it for fucking four hours on the freeze frame.
2: Yeah. Wasn't
1: yeah. a good weekend for the bunker. But um, but that's that kept them close. But then at the end when they had like a three-on-one overlap or whatever, I mean, just put it through the hands, Chad, and he fucking... The-
2: the shittiest thing for poor old Chad was, he'd been fairly invisible for most of the game. Mm. You know, the the Sharks were relying on on Moylan and Johnson to get them out.
1: Yeah,
2: and I don't know whether they thought that there were some quick, easy points there, or whether that was the the way around the dogs.
1: The way around the dogs is just playing consistent football for fucking eighty minutes, and that's not the way around the dog. No, it's probably t- for twenty minutes. That's the yeah, way around the dog. For, for for eighty minutes is, is
2: how, you, yeah. how you fucking
1: smash them. Exactly.
2: Um, yeah, and again for for their part, foreign played really well when he was on the field. It was beautiful. foreign's guy? If
1: he was going to be injury free, I mean, he's never gonna he's never going to be what he was like. You know, circuits. You know, two thousand ten to, yeah. to two thousand. You know, thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, if he could but, stay
2: on, he'd almost be like grizzled veteran. Yeah, yeah. You know, level. Um DWZ seems to have slotted in nicely. Yeah, well, um, of, course,
1: of course he's played for the dogs. I mean he's a fucking he's their best player now. <laughs> <laughs> he's loving it, he's probably getting fucking paid the homage that he feels like he deserves.
2: It's yeah you know, again, you, you look at what Cronulla do and the, the try that Moylan laid on, you know, six minutes to go mm. and he just pops up out of nowhere. Doing what he does best. Oh fuck, I'm over here now. Yep. Adds an extra man to the line. Draw and pass. Like it it just it all looked so smooth in that play. Yeah. But contrasting that with the rest of the game, where it was Moylan and Johnson that were just all over the shop. Yeah.
1: Just all over the shop. And look, yeah, how I mean they haven't played a lot together though either. I mean, they've been you know, there's been they've both been they out for reasonable amounts of time. So but I
2: think their fuck ups very little to do with combination or cohesion. You know, she like, than had fucking terrible hands at the back, which is unfortunately not something you want in a fullback. No. You know, you...
1: I just feel like maybe it's not like a cohesion thing, but I think it's just uh, they... Maybe they don't quite know what their place is in which scenarios. And for the sake yeah. of the Sharks, I mean, in would want to fucking start to happen over the next month or so It, it in-
2: certainly will. And again, that shark brand of football that we've all come to know and fear taking where-
1: performance enhancing drugs and reaping the benefits. Is, that, yes, start- that's is that, it,
2: a- yep. that definitely it um but where they'll get in and just beat you and beat you and beat you and beat you in a submission. The, the Ike Turner playbook,
1: I believe they call it <laughs> 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 Because you don't get simply the best (laughs) unless I have been playing Proud Mary on you for a couple of decades.
2: (laughs) See, I I love the subtlety of that. I love the subtlety of that. I was going to say that, you know, Johnny Morris just rocks up to training and shows home videos of Rosie Batty's (laughs) (laughs) ex-husband. Um, yeah, it, yeah. Matt Moylan needing a try to win the game. Yep. Throwing a no look cut out pass over the heads of everyone outside you and over the sideline. Yep. That's that's not that Cronulla brand of football. No. Um. The the knock on at dummy half. And the good shit about the dogs was they were smart enough to not give away penalties. Yeah. For a team that's won three games in a season, they had every right to fucking panic when Cronulla were coming back at them yep. in the final stages of this game. But they fucking kept it together. They kept playing smart. They were cautious in not well, they, giving they kept, away they kept, penalties. They kept
1: getting to their kick, and it wasn't yeah. that, it wasn't always always the greatest, but, I mean, it was definitely good enough.
2: Yeah, 100%. But Cronulla weren't getting any free rides. Yeah. Um, and fucking little Cogger's actually killing it. Hmm. or he, Or he's just, you know, by comparison to the rest of that dog side. Yeah.
1: That's but what he knows. He's doing a job, though.
2: He looked fucking capable when all of a sudden he becomes the most experienced half in the side. Yeah. That was a fucking solid effort from him. So, well done, doggies. Enjoy it.
1: And uh, the, the, the unfortunate thing for the Cronulla fans on this occasion is this is fucking GT 351's grand final.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> he has talked... So much shit over the years against the Sharks. So you know this is one to save So first, I'm going to i I'm gonna just give the floor to, to Jason first. who so said, uh, J.S.J. Hogan on Twitter said, uh, something, something, bag of dicks, hashtag peptides, hashtag bag of dicks. And then the floor goes over to GT. He sent us one tweet, and I said, this is your fucking grand final. The floor is yours. <laughs> 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 Can we get this game? In? And I like it when people say that the term, like, you know, oh, you know, fucking, you know, you know pump this into my veins and things like yeah, that. Yeah. Even... In the, in the height of victory, he still won't take the low ground and inject himself like a Cronulla Sharks player. Uh, can we get this game into a syringe and inject it up the Sharks' drug-riddled arms? <laughs> Even with the ref's help, the roid-munching Gronk still lost to the team coming dead last by a country mile. Shark fans can control, console each other with the bags of dicks they love so much. Then I uh, said knowing that we won't be there for the big dance, this win means everything to me. To see gal stand up in the last minutes thinking he would win, then sit down all sad, that was my Mars bar moment. Without the need to insert food <laughs> stuff up my orifices, or i like some sharks fans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and breaking news. Tarek Sims guilty. is really? in the side anyway. All our bitching for nothing, you little fucking bastards. <laughs> Fuck. So yeah, so it looks like it looks like Clem is gonna be gonna be straight in and what will the... Fo- oh, you know, I guess that's timely. I mean, all week they've had to bitch about um Clem not being there. And now they'll, you know, then the the, 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 the the change of shifts occurs. And for the rest of the week, they can bitch about us not respecting their goddamn team enough.
2: You know what? I'm so confident in this New South Wales team. Now I just want Freddie to bring Payne Haas in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Freddie.
1: previews this week is the short round only four games um <clears throat> first up on thursday night we have the dragons taking on the storm at win uh well look obviously there's going to be you know, origin force changes so uh so hunt uh smooth corey there in queensland we have frizzleman nizzle and uh, Vaughan in new south wales sim suspended now uh f- I think that's a bridge too far uh, for, for the Dragons. The Storm, for their part, no Chambers, which, I mean, I think is kind of a wash. I mean, I just, I just don't mm-hmm. rate him. Adokar, Munster, especially big loss. Welch has made his appearance in the Queensland side for the first time, so uh, mm-hmm. another loss. Uh, what Wanda Sykes, Sykes and Finucane, fuck me. What a what an aborted game this is. <laughs> oh. Oh. I say Solomon Akata makes his debut at centre. So that'd be interesting to see.
2: The return of Shandor Earl. God, he had a fucking shocker.
1: Was, was the last the last time he played that game where he just played like an absolute fucking did himself again? Oh, I thought that I thought that's what Bill Bill of fucking slammed his head in the door on the way <laughs> out of the dressing room. Yeah. Is this is this his second game back or is Because that first game back was one of the worst fucking yeah, games. That's it. But uh, you know, he's back you know maybe he's uh he's the foil to um the dragons i mean after all that, what happened to a fucking maranta that he's not there this week Cause i can't imagine that they, <laughs> did they, did they legitimately <laughs> drop him unbelievable <laughs> what are you doing dragons <laughs> um with all those players out why is pappenhausen dropping to the bench as well
2: who knows, Maybe Bellamy's just named. Oh, Jerome Hughes, is, uh, Jerome Hughes is
1: not going to Origin, so fair enough, I guess. Yeah, um, you, you'd think you'd find a fucking place for him, though. Yeah. I mean, especially with um, especially I mean, you've got, okay, you've got Brodie Croft in the seven, the Billy Wal- Billy Walters in the six. I mean, you'd think they you know, put Hughes in the six, maybe and Pappenhausen at
2: one because he can cover it.
1: Yeah, but you know, who am I to uh,
2: or maybe, second guess the super coach? Maybe this is that thing where Bellamy's just been planning on not having players around for origin for so long yeah that that he's gone okay well i you know this game I'll count as a write-off anyway yeah I mean I was still I would, I
1: would still favor the storm to win this game yes. but it's one of those really hard ones to pick because the players that have been taken out of the Illawarra Illawarra side have been fucking uh, are, are they, they're great players yeah the ones that are left are the ones that have been making mistakes and fucking them over except for rubber <laughs> <laughs> and uh Yep, yeah, I'm still going storm Storm. Yes. At the end of the day, I feel that I feel that Bellamy and uh, Cameron Smith could, and, and also, you know, they've got they've got the Bromiches and they've got like, you know, a sofa Solomon and these guys up front to and that's the that's the area where the dragons have been weakened the most. You know, with these guys taken out, so you know. Storm.
2: In other breaking news. Yes. Long time Twill Nation immortal fucking noughts yep has just changed his fucking profile photo to to one of those ones where the cunt looks like he's trying to hold up the leaning tower of Pisa oh no that is an absolute fucking trap like that that is an abortion of a photo
1: that is that that that's like getting a fucking bintang singlet in <laughs> in Bali <laughs> noughts mate oh fuck noughts. So disappointed. Uh, the Tigers take on the Roosters. Uh, this one at wank Best. The Tigers only lose them uh, by to Origin. Mm. Uh, the Roosters obviously going to miss Teddy. They're going to miss Cordner. Kiri comes back after his uh, mandatory Isaiah Yo hiatus, <laughs> and. Uh, so what have we got? Okay, so we have got Latrell in the centres. Manu goes to fullback. Maria Hargraves comes back. Honestly, the Roosters aren't as depleted as I as I thought they'd be, and and I guess as they as they would be in years gone by too. I mean, because they have the luxury of having you know their, their halves together to, yep. in an Origin <laughs> period, you yep. know, which is crazy. Um, That's it. So, look, I'm, I, I favor, yeah, it, just... favor the Roosters well and truly. Uh, the Knights take on the Warriors in Newcastle. The uh, Okay, so Clemmer, so he looks like he'll be back in origin. So, that's a, that's a bit of a double reverse there. Um, Safidi Glasby on origin duty as well.
2: Fuck, wouldn't it suck if they just got monstered in the forwards this week?
1: <laughs> the Knights. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, okay, so uh, Levi returns at hooker. So, Connor Watson's going to drop back to fullback. Man, um, yeah, center. okay. Look, the Knights have got a... You know, they've lost a couple of a couple of their big boys. But, I mean, you know, by and large, they're still a fairly... Especially in terms of their back line. I mean, they're, they're, there's a fair bit of continuity there for them. Yep. So, I don't think... Uh, and with the Warriors, fuck, well, you know, they've lost Roach for the season. Isaac Luke's coming back via the bench. And... Uh, you know you can't say there's no continuity there either however they're not traveling that great and it's in Newcastle
2: yeah back to the Knights Sharks
1: take on the Broncos now I mentioned at the start of the the start of the show this is a fucking potentially historic time in our our National Rugby League I have no faith in the Titans and the Bulldogs holding up their end but it's not fucking impossible either I dare to dream the dream begins with the first fucking the first 80 minutes of REM sleep (laughs) And that's the Sharks taking on the Broncos at Reclaim Australia. The Broncos have had an atrocious time scoring points in first halves away from home this season. I believe it's like the figure something like six or eight all season Four. long, like yes. in the first half in a way, mm-hmm. like just atrocious. So the Sharks have a real opportunity if they can put it on them in the first half and they're not, I don't feel like, they're not that bad off in terms of origin. I mean, they lose Wade Graham, who's fantastic, and was fantastic for him the other, the other day yep. as well. Capewell has been doing a job for them ever since they signed him away yes. from Ipswich. Mm. Kyle Flanagan on adventure as well. Woods comes up, he starts up front, which is, you know. Now the Broncos, uh, uh, sorry, Boyd goes back to fullback uh, due to the injury of Milf. They lose Oates, David Fafita, Matt Gillett, Joe Offang-Goway, all the Origin duty. Kenna was injured last week. There's a lot of changes in this Broncos side. The Broncos side wasn't going. The only danger in this game is that this all of these fucking changes and like you know this experiment of um, Jake Turpin in the six. You, all, yeah, like because yeah. you got remember that whole baby Broncos yeah. thing started at with the baby Broncos yep. in a game against the Tigers years That's ago. It. This is one of those sorts of games where you know you've got some debutants. You've got a winger Herbie Farnworth, coming to yeah. the side. Yeah. You've got um, Xavier Coates on the other side. Yep. Uh, you know Turpin for you know one thing. I mean one thing Turpin has over their five eighth of last week is he fucking gives everything. <laughs> that can actually care oh, did, he, yeah. he actually cares yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> unlike that shit can and i mean if you believe the news reports today that uh that were it not for milford's injury and the then the hefty player turnover due to state of origin this round fluffy would have been dropped this week um, so plausible so,
2: deniability there so
1: so, the, so the, the narrative underlying this game is he needs to have a blinder or he won't be playing there next yeah. week and look you know, if you if you dare to dream like I do about a potential Broncos wooden spoon, we need Darius in the side. Yes. So if he plays, if he gets the game ball for the Broncos in a loss, best case scenario, yep, that's I it. want him to score a hat trick.
2: I don't think the Broncos have any answer to to just that. You know, bare speed and. And Determination of these young and
1: these play. guys, and these, these you know, there may not be origin level now, but I mean, we're talking about guys that you know, Paul Gallen, Matt Pryor, Aaron Woods, up again, you know, these yeah. are experienced guys who provide the go forward for them week yep. in, week out, you know, most weeks anyway. Yeah, I mean, Graham is most certainly a loss, but but they've
2: been with they him
1: for they still have these key you know. pieces like Moyle and Dugan, yep. Johnson, Chad. I mean, there's a lot of continuity inside the isn't ordinarily there around origin time during this recent successful
2: period for the Sharks. And it'll be a nice test, I think, for their coach. The Sharks haven't played as poorly as I saw them play last weekend in a long, 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 long time.
1: I know the Broncos fucked them up last time they played, too, earlier in the season. So there's a bit of a revenge on that. Well, the- Geez, they had done their fucking job. That time, the Broncos will be playing for the Spoon this week.
2: And it'd be interesting to see how he goes getting the team back after that. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, it's not that tough to come back after a loss, but but to come back after a loss that was well and truly your fault. Yep Yeah, you, know, you you weren't just outplayed. Yep. You you sowed the seeds of your own demise. Yeah. That's going to uh be interesting to see how that plays out.
1: Okay, and that's it everyone else has everyone else has got the fucking buy. Okay, now, mailbag. Um, got a uh, a secret a secret scoop uh, revealing... Uh, it's hey Gents from Anonymous. Requested to be anonymous. Hey Gents, I can reveal why Tim, why Tim Manor did not join the Tigers. If he had have joined the Tigers, Madge would have turned him into a powerhouse prop and he would have certainly been selected for State of Origin this year. So what's the problem with that, I hear you ask? Well... During that week, and on that very night, the annual Hillsong Conference is being held in Sydney Olympic Park as well. Why would Timmy want to play Origin when he can hang out with 20,000 other like-minded folks just next door?
2: So. I thought that was going to be a serious scoop. No.
1: <laughs> but the person still wishes to remain anonymous. Um, now. What are you, scared of fucking Hillsong? No. I'm the- really? I, 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 refuse, I, refuse to, I refuse to say any more because it's, it's really easy to, to accidentally blow the dude's cover. Now, I need to uh, find the mailbag stuff because um, I put it out there earlier uh, this afternoon uh, asking for some mailbag topics. And I guess we'll just get... We're actually not doing too bad for time, so we can probably get through a few of these. Uh, let me go through here. I'm just I'm just skipping the ones that I'm totally going to skip. And, uh, Adam said, uh, Rapiner knocking back half a million a year and then getting no bites on the open market. So the situation there was Canberra offered him half a million to re-up with him. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, no, thanks. I'm going to check out the open market and, uh, see what I can get. No bites on the open market. And now they've signed up so many players that he's going to have to take a pay cut to stay there.
2: <sighs> Interesting. Is that, um- tables are turned. And yeah, good on Canberra. Yeah. I'm always happy when, when a club sticks to their guns yep. and and doesn't bow to the old Oh pay me or I'll leave. Yep, you know? Yep. Um well under them. No. Danny
1: said, would we really miss any of the Lebanese players if their country was to demand they return to Mother Country for a fair trial and then have them sentenced to death by public stoning?
2: No. No, no. I'm, look, I'm prepared to join Hezbollah <laughs> to assist.
1: Uh, oh, Jai fucking, replied as well to that and said if Farah was a real leader, he'd take the fall for everyone and lay down his life.
2: Fucking he would. Um, Troy said, Which how about... Just, if- you know, deep down in his head, though, he's got to understand that he is the least likely cunt on the face of the earth to have his peers pulling on Spartacus for him. <laughs> exactly.
1: Uh, Troy said, how about a mid-season report card on clubs coming out of the origin period? Yeah, probably next week is probably more appropriate, because yeah, that's when the origin that. period's finished, I guess. Um, ben says, uh, origin in Vegas, yay or nay? And uh, can it logistically be achieved, or should we go to the Asian market first, like Japan, China, or Cabramatta? mmm I have, no, I have no right, re, there's, no, there's no reason they couldn't do Origin vagues they fucking did one, I mean, an exhibition, but they yeah. did one in Los Angeles, you know, years ago.
2: I'm 100% happy for all of that and I'm 100% happy for international expansion. Yep. The thing I'm not 100% happy with is the whinging of shit cunts that you would get if you did that. And so to ensure that there was no dickhead fucking fart sniffing, you would need to ensure that that you made the benefits very, very, very clear, you know, be it exposure or sponsorship dollar or international um, money coming to the game. I think as long as you could do that, there's no reason why it wouldn't work.
1: Yeah, I'd be be happy for you. I mean, I think there's... I feel like a Las Vegas one would be a better idea than japan or china to be honest i mean because oh, at there's least there's some
2: of fucking money the,
1: there's a lot of there's a lot of money there but there's not a realistic chance of like the game expanding there as much as in the states well, i don't think okay look, in terms of participation popular and t-
2: rugby union is in japan
1: yeah but i mean like their teams are like or, you know or, or by and large stocked with expat kiwis and Australians and you know Pacific yeah. Islanders and shit like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it exists there as a game, yeah. but it's not like there is some you know. It's not this gigantic fucking take up. The I other like the interesting populace-
2: thing about the Japanese market is that most of the teams are actually operated by companies or owned by companies. Yeah,
1: oh, and, and as as is the case with the with the their, their baseball and soccer sides as well.
2: There yeah. you go. But wouldn't it be interesting to have you know you might have a, a little up and comer mm. who doesn't have the purchasing power of Toyota. Yeah. You know, they'd maybe fucking, what's a shit Japanese car?
1: Well, that's the right? thing okay. about Japanese car. They so, yeah, tend make shit you cars as shit cars tend to come from Korea.
2: What if you got Hondas who who aren't like a, as good as a Toyota or whatever? Yeah. And they, they can't afford a rugby union team because it's established and there's a league already or whatever. Now you got a second option,
1: you know? Yeah, you need a dozen of those. Otherwise, it is one team fucking running around for nothing, are they? <laughs>
2: well, you know, you know, the that gives opportunities to the lesser-known businesses like Chan Lee's Bukaki Bar. The,
1: uh, well, look and, it, and, and look, you know, far be it for me to to not say do it in Japan because if they had a fucking origin in Japan, I'd, I would definitely one hundred percent go to it because mm. I don't need I don't I only need half an excuse to go back to Japan. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Dave uh, says, uh, streakers running on the field fully clothed. Cowardly cunts or fraudulent fucks?
2: Yeah, I don't see the, yeah, uh, I, I don't see anything behind that. Like, I, I don't see the Well, it's just a pitch invader that. at that point, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I, I mean, know. Like, like,
1: streaking is Australian tradition, right? Yeah. Cause um, even that fucking, that bird over in one of the soccer a couple of weeks ago, she was just wearing, like, the, you know, she had the thing fucking up her. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Really? Really? Get him out. Yeah, it's like the Robbie Farrer of pitch invading. (laughs) Everyone hates it. Um,
1: Winston said, at the risk of sounding too serious, but how do professional expert commentators and journalists think the chin and the dog root are equality while almost every other NRL lover thinks they're shit?
2: Well, I didn't know that Mitchell Pearce had two nicknames. (laughs) And I agree with you that he's shit. (laughs)
1: Sagar <laughs> uh, says thoughts on if you think there should be a draft pick for upcoming talents players that are coming off contract and overseas players do you think it will work well fuck I mean they did try it didn't they they had it already in there mm. they, they, they actually did it and then Alteza himself fucking took on the man and won <laughs> and put a stop to it so uh, fucking hell I just think with things like the biggest problem with things like that is the Players Association, because they never seem to fucking pipe up and do anything
2: for their constituents. Fuck, I tell you what, bringing them up, they did pip their fucking head up. (laughs) Yeah, offering their support and uh, resources to the Lebanese players fucking, you know, facing this massive issue they've got.
1: Of not um, being not being able to play for fucking Lebanon,
2: Hasbola, every
1: four years whenever they pop up.
2: If you are listening, the thing you could do to make the biggest example to players is by taking out their association, especially the leader of this association. Oh <laughs> like, well, Clint, who allegedly, you know, um, was a Michael Jackson fan. I'll put it that way. <laughs>
1: But wasn't he with he was with fucking what's a face as well. Wasn't he? I mean, like, and wasn't he knocking? Uh, what's her name?
2: I'm name? talking about pederast <laughs> not, not fucking Newton. Okay.
1: Because <laughs> um, I was going to say, I mean, like, that's not someone who makes oh, sound fuck decisions. Him
2: too. Yeah, that's that's yeah. That,
1: that's not someone who makes sound decisions. No,
2: not at all. <laughs> not at all. Um, yeah, so you know, please don't do that. That'd be. Devastating to the rugby league community, yeah. and especially to your Lebanese rugby league players, they would never be able to come back from that. Yeah, yeah Sorry.
1: I don't think it, I I don't think with this litigious, you know, contract voiding and contract disputing, mm-hmm. or well, what, what the, they would have to spend a, a, an incredible amount of money, probably defeating test cases and things like that, to try and get it to stick. And um,
2: the, the first issue with it is that in rugby league, the junior system. Mm-hmm. is owned by the clubs. Yeah. And so no club is going to be happy to develop a junior only to then have the fucking shit teams come and take well, their you star. Would, you
1: would you, know, you, you guys like uh <coughs> like the Melbourne Storm, the Roosters mm. would fucking love a system where they could pick the eyes out yeah. of Penrith's fucking system or <laughs> yeah, whatever. It. Um out of well, you know, have have I mean because the Storm already, you know, they don't have the pick of Brisbane, but they've got a fucking pretty good run yeah. there through the QRL and so
2: well, yeah, even that, those teams that are constantly successful yep. won't have high-level draft picks. Um, well, they, you know, they're not- lottery chances, I should say. But yeah, I think it could work for everything except juniors. If you yeah. put the draft in...
1: If it was for like you know, off-contract guys yeah. or whatever, who, were, who were free agents because they were leaving a club and they hadn't been picked up by a certain date and whatever.
2: Then, I, actually, yeah. I actually think that that would take a lot of... Um it'd almost force a little bit of loyalty through uncertainty. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um there'd have to be some way you worked out what each player was paid. Yeah. Um Yeah, it's yeah, it's tricky. I'd I'd like it. But uh yeah, the the fact that the juniors are owned by the clubs. Well, the, yeah. the pathways are owned by the clubs, I should say. That's it doesn't it doesn't bother it
1: doesn't bother me either way. I mean I feel like when they first implemented it it was probably a very, you know, forward thinking way about managing things like mm. that going forward, but it was defeated and you know now we've had like for a couple of decades since yeah. it's part, you know. Yeah. So um Fat Harry Lacey said, Are the current crop of ho- of coaches the poorest in rugby league history? Brennan, Pay, Kearney, McGregor, Brown, Green Penrith paid millions for Mr. 47%. Broncos paid big dollars for Seabold. There's always been shit coaches, but I can't remember such a cluster of mediocrity.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: He's also got... He hasn't put Morris on that list either. It's basically... <laughs> just fucking pretty much everyone except for fucking Bellamy and Desi mm. and Wayne.
2: <laughs> I'm not sure if there's shit coaches or whether it's just a, a changing... Demographic in terms of what you can expect to get out of people.
1: This is still, this is just a weird fucking season, though. Too it is. If you really sit down and think about it, look at the apart from the storm, it's been it's like like from second till probably about fucking twelfth.
2: Mm. Mm.
1: All still, it's all still on the table. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> like, but yeah, look at it. You think, Do you think, glory days. Phil Gould had to deal with an Ash Taylor type personality who was on a million dollars a year, but just didn't want to put in. You know do you, do you hmm. think do you think that that Wayne Bennett in his you know, or or Canberra era Tim Sheens had to put up with players who stay up till two AM playing Fortnite instead of going to to recovery sessions or whatever. Yeah, but
1: even those guys then you can think of you, you can think of things that are kind of equivalent to that that they had to deal with and you know, they might have managed it just through like being what, superior World fucking War II? No, it was like superior like for example, Wayne Bennett, I mean, he had to deal with you know the situation that Alan Langer just never fucking <laughs> would never want to train. Yeah. And and so he would just be like he was enough of a man manager that he would know that he there's a there was a length of yeah. rope he could give Alan Langer that's it. and he would turn up on the day but he, and deliver it. But then there were other people that he had to fucking stand on their neck and yeah. make sure they did everything. So but they that, would turn that's up on still the
2: day. nowhere near, you know, someone what? like the Ash Taylor who who's just gone missing mentally.
1: Yeah, I mean at the same time as well, I mean, like through through the, you know, in quotes best years of Darius Boyd's career, that's I when mean, Wayne mm. Bennett had to deal with you fucking you know, trash and shit yeah, and being a weird. fucking nutcase,
2: so. I think the other side of it is the game's also gotten so much more professional.
1: The thing is, those guys you're talking about from back in the day, like, you're talking about Sheenius and Canberra and things like that, they all had fucking jobs still back then. Exactly. This is pre-Super League. Exactly. So they weren't, they didn't have endless idle out, like, they didn't have, you know, 15 hours a day with an idle at home, looking for shit to do like you know and going oh fuck i'm so bored i fucking got three vrs today what am i going to do i oh, know i'm going to rape a chick <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to fucking rack up some line lines <laughs> i'm going to go and drink canadian club and that bitch's pussy and that's <laughs> the
2: thing you know, because now and i'll put this down to again i still think that there is this actual talent shortage of rugby league players in australia the difference between best players and worst players is growing. Whereas back in the day, a lot of it could be overcome with heart and, you know, effort and you know, pride in New Jersey and, and yeah. all that shit. Um,
1: I still don't think it's like a talent thing. I think it's, a, it's, it's, it's a, a gap between, like, underperforming and, like, optimum,
2: you know what I mean? You know, I know, but... The thing I'll say the Ash Taylor thing in a different way, right? They had to deal with their playmaker mm. on a million bucks a year not putting in and just checked out mentally. Yeah. I mean, and
1: like we know... They know. don't have
2: the option of just saying, well, you can just fuck off then.
1: Yeah, but that also, that, that, still, that still goes back to the... Like, I feel that if, if, that if Ash Taylor had a day job... He wouldn't be pissing large amounts of money allegedly down. We're saying the pursuits. same thing. Yeah. We're,
2: like, s- yeah, we're saying the same thing. We're saying that previously, where all these coaches are, they didn't have to deal with all this shit because mm. you know life weeded out the the Ash Taylors of the world, and playing rugby league was something that people appreciated yeah, so yeah. much. So, so you know, yeah, look. I would almost go so far as to say get any of these coaches and put them back then and they would seem far superior to the coaches they they are in comparison to their peers today.
1: Yeah, I, th- I feel, I, I, I think it depends on the coach. Like, for example, say you took a guy like a like a Matty Elliott, I don't think that kumbaya shit would play back in the fucking mid-80s. <laughs> <laughs> I think he'd get bashed. <laughs> However, yeah. I think a guy like a Dean Pay, yeah, passion merchant guy. Yeah. That's it. Fucking kill it in the yep, mid eighties. That's you know? it. Like so. So I still think it depends on. I think there's still yeah, yeah, different yeah, type of coaches. And it still depends. But um. <laughs> but yeah. Um, where I? I fucking lost uh, lost my fucking thread. Fuck that'll do for the. <laughs> I think there was one left and I'm sorry man, yeah. but I lost my place on my thing. So yeah. fucking late. Anyway, it's fucking good times. Uh, I, I'm, I'm happy to do more of that. Actually, just uh, a wide variety of topics. Um. Shout out to uh, Rusty down in Adelaide for rocking the scarf to the Rooster Storm game, uh, even though he uh, supports neither of those sides, um, although his life would be a lot better if he did because he supports the Tigers and, you know, Ugh. hashtag TID. Um, <laughs> that is it for 3.25. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter, so follow at tw- TWI League, uh, facebook.com forward slash This Week in League for the uh, episode releases, and uh fash- facebook.com forward slash was it group slash Twillnation nation for the uh facebook group yeah if you can't find it search hashtag Twillnation nation in facebook and you'll come up um itunes i went and checked out the reviews and uh there were a couple of reviews so that's good uh what we got here Uh, mitch the geo five stars brilliant hashtag uh, sorry asterisk with five stars if you miss the old days like hanging out the pub and talking about receptacles this is your pod he covers every game and pokes fun at everyone's favorite type of moron, the NRL footballer, B minus. Fucking B minus. And he gave us five stars as well. Uh, Ged L. Jeez, this is good five stars. I found Twill this year and my life is truly better for it. I thought I was the only person who ruthlessly bagged every single rugby league team beside my own <laughs> while using key technical terms like cuck and receptacle. Keep up the good work, lads, and go the Tigers.
2: <laughs> oh, fuck. And, uh, How are they still finding it?
1: I know. Look, we used to do like the, well, we still do it you know, every year is part of the, part of the questionnaire thing, you know, following the Twilly votes is like, you know, who do you, who do you support? And in the, you know, in the early years, it was always, you know, like Manly first and then there'd be, um then Tigers would be a fairly sizable amount too. And then third would probably be like Broncos and you know, we go, okay, cool. That's host, host. Yep. And then we're based in Brisbane. So probably a yeah, m- lot of the people that we know that listen to it are, are in Queensland. So I go for the Broncos. Now it's like, yeah, it's still still a very, very Tigers heavy. They still stayed. Yeah. Even though the dads moved on. Which is good. Actually, i would be interested to see how the Penrith fucking
2: contingent. Yeah, I don't think I refs fault
1: enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, Sharky's 85. The guide to living in an A, in a... Mars bar epitome of excellence. <laughs> five stars. <laughs> Great show. Stepdad is constantly getting Rick the Million rolled despite them being shark-hating bleep. <laughs> so he's uh, smart enough to not put the... Uh,
2: <laughs> well done. Which is
1: why we're looking at the review right now. Okay, our tipping. We have a new leader, Toosie, on top, tied with Wobby Farah and Honor Blood Buzz, all on 75 points. 74 points for fourth and fifth. We've got Millennial Suck and Voodoo Rock. And then uh, one point back, Simon F., me, in seven. Thakos, Ben Dunn, 43, goes back another and And Pelé, suck my dick, here I come. Um, Supercoach, Notorious POD, still killing it. Then top 10, still 10th, in fact. Uh, followed by Bradbury's Legends. Haystacks, Calhoun, Sam, Seals, Arkham's inmates, Ivan's lost sons, Big Papa Power can't deal eels, eel de jars, and dingbats. So I was having a look for fucking uh, all the Toto's terrors. To say where the fuck is he? Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't sung him out for a couple of weeks. Where the fuck did he go? Fifty eighth.
2: Fucking hell. On the
1: list of our of our guys, he's like 34,000th or something. Toto, lift mate, lift. Um, that's it all got time for i've got time for fucking he's more but that's all we've got to say so yeah <laughs> see you next week
2: <laughs> <laughs> later